0: Up next is the Daily Devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. The Gospel of Luke, Chapter 8. Throughout this storm, I want you to notice that Jesus was calm. So calm it seems that looks like he took the opportunity to catch a few Z's. And as he slept, a storm arose. Now, two things come into focus upon learning that fact. One, storms will always come, so they should be of no surprise. And knowing that fact, we should then be prepared to handle them when they do come. Secondly, Jesus was not worried. The storm had come, and yet he was in control, even if everyone else didn't know it. It's easy to see the humanity in Christ through this story, though. He was tired. He had been ministering extensively, and the people had certainly demanded a lot of him. The pressure and the physical strain was taking its human toll on a Redeemer that indeed was all God, But yet, let us remember that he was also all man. And I take a certain comfort in understanding that Jesus knows such an experience. Up close and personal, it appears that Jesus had confidence in his men here. It seems he felt that he could stop holding their hands on every little task and he could trust them to carry on with the ministry. He trusted them in this situation to take care of things. He trusted them to not lose their cool and to not jump ship. First Timothy 1, 12 says, I thank him who enabled me, Christ Jesus our Lord, because he counted me faithful, appointing me to service. 2 Corinthians 4, one says, Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we faint not. But it seems trouble had come. Now, what would be their commitment to him? For herein, that commitment would be tested. What would they do, now that the storms have come and their boat Well, in fact, their very lives had begun to fill with water. Luke chapter 14, verses 27 through 33 says this. Whoever doesn't bear his own cross and come after me, he can't be my disciple. For which of you desiring to build a tower doesn't first sit down and count the cost to see if he has enough to complete it? Or perhaps when he has laid a foundation and isn't able to finish, Everyone who sees begins to mock him, saying, This man began to build and wasn't able to finish. Or what king, as he goes to encounter another king in war, will not sit down first and consider whether he is able with 10,000 men to meet him who comes against him with 20,000? Or else, while the other is yet a great way off, he sends an envoy and asks for a condition of peace. So therefore, whoever of you who doesn't renounce all that he has He cannot be my disciple. Verse 24 of our text says, They came to him and awoke him, saying, Master, Master, we are dying. And he awoke and he rebuked the wind and the raging of the water. And then they ceased, and it was calm. And he said to them, Where is your faith? Being afraid, they marveled, saying to one another, Who is this then that He commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him. Now, I believe, no doubt, these experienced fishermen did all that they could do before they woke up Jesus. For to deal with things in such a manner as this is the human way, and it certainly is the man way. They no doubt thought themselves to be well-trained and ready for this. After all, they were fishermen. I mean, this was their specialty, right? What they did next was of crucial importance. They came to Jesus. And their words were while hardly brave, they were strong, they reflected honesty and humanity. Master, we're dying. I think I know those words in fact I'm sure I've spoken them on more than one occasion please notice the word we we I wonder if Jesus wanted to say we who's this we I'm not gonna perish now just what occurred next must be acknowledged because Jesus did not tell everyone Man the lifeboats. He didn't say, abandon ship. In fact, he did not attempt to go to safety. Rather, he brought the calm and the safety to his disciples in the midst of the storm. In the midst of the storm. Jesus arose and he rebuked the wind and the raging water. They ceased and there was calm. I have often wondered about the next scene. If I could have been a mouse in the corner, because suddenly there was a, a total calm, and the apostles standing there, stone still in silence, water dripping off of their noses. I wonder if Jesus turned around and went back to bed. In our trials, what will we believe? Will we believe what we see, or what we have been told by Jesus? Your answer to that question is the difference between a disciple and a pew warmer, between success and failure in our Christian walk. Jesus rebuked the waves, many rebuked the disciples. Now it was a well-deserved spanking for sure I mean, these were the disciples after all. If Jesus couldn't expect them to live by faith and them to endure in times of testing and difficulty, how could he ever expect the average man to do so? These were supposed to be the teachers, yet they only showed that they actually were still just children. You know, it's not a problem being a hungry, eternal student, as long as the lessons we are learning are new ones not the same ones over and over again. But please notice that no one became indignant at the correction from Christ, not like today. No one tried to defend their actions or make excuses like we so often do. They heard the one whom they accepted because they had already accepted him as having authority over them. The boys, they righteously went from being afraid of the waves to being afraid of the Lord. Now, perhaps that was the problem even to begin with. It seems they were more afraid of the storm than they were of God. And when we cease to have a healthy fear of God, well, we are in for a world of hurt and a life of confusion. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Tim Dodson and Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.